Hello and welcome to another episode of PNB, the number one podcast out there in the podcast world. I am, of course, your host, T.L. Foster, the L stands for loser. That's you. Uh, and joining me is, of course, the producer with the most, Mr. Robert Payne Beach. Coming alive from Pittsburgh, PA. It is the B&B show with some special guests. Some special guests. Uh, I am joined by uh, one of my favorite writers out there in the world. She is co-host of Live from the Pool House. She is the one, the only, Sonia <laughs> from Manitoba, Valentine. <laughs> yeah, you didn't just think Chris Jericho made us up, did you? Like, we're here, we're here, we're living. Like, um, I think I I know somebody who lives in Jericho's old house. Really? I should look into that. Yeah, like, I think he, because I was going to go into the program he took at Red River College, but I ended up, like, just getting into writing, so it was fun. <laughs> well, I don't have a funny intro, though, um... Hello to all the boys out there in radio land or podcast land. <laughs> so there's my funny intro. And then from Jacksonville, Florida, he is, of course, a professional wrestler. He's a bar owner. It's my good friend. The one, <laughs> the only, the Caribbean kid himself, Jose Garcia. Oh, yeah, you got to get my name right, though. It's Jose de Gracia. De Gracia. Jose de Garcia is going to have a fantastic IMDb by the time I'm done. However, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I thought when you were talking about, you, you know, the greatest writer you know, you were going to talk about me. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really what? nice intro. So, Sonia's right there, too. But, you know, that's cool. you know like, here's the thing. Like, full disclosure. I've worked with both of you on writing stuff, and you guys are both tremendous. I, if anything, I am the weakest writer in the group. Uh, Robert, I don't consider you're not in the writers group. You're you're an editor, uh, which is another thing. What do I have the great. time for that, man? <laughs> you edit, and I and I I write terribly. And then I'm like. Can you guys help me fix this, please? Thank you. <laughs> well, like, um, the one thing that sucks about being a writer, though, sometimes is that you see the, um, I guess you, it's like a magic trick. You see how it's done when you see it done badly in uh, bad TV shows and bad movies. Like, it oh, just yeah. drives me nuts. Oh, and, yeah. like, it, it's the, it's the, like, I don't care about, like, stereo. Um, non-unique storylines as right. long as the story can make me believe that things are going to be mm -hmm. different then I'm like that's the mark of a good storyteller like if you can make me believe that people are going to die I am there for it that's why I like wrestling sometimes when it works it really works mm -hmm. and every yeah. story is um is unique to those people like yeah, I remember it's, um it's yeah. all the same story but they they somehow find a way to make it just a little bit more unique Right. Well, that's why I got back notes. into wrestling before. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I got into wrestling back in like 2010 because I remember my sister was watching it because she's a huge fan of John Cena, and that was when Wade Barrett and the Nexus came into play. Yeah. And I remember yeah. Wade Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember Wade Barrett talking in his promos, and, and like, uh, like I know him now, but like, he is not the best wrestler. Like, but he's an amazing talker. And mm -hmm. so he was talking like he was going to uh, kill uh, Cena in the ring if he if he won over him. And I'm like, man, I want to see where this goes because he makes it so um, 
life or death and every like even though i know cena was going to come on out on top and it was going to be okay i'm like man wade barrett's gonna kill him yeah (laughs) i've never i've never heard anyone get interested in wrestling because of wade barrett that's fantastic (laughs) yeah exactly well it's partly a a horny reason too because i think he's attractive and i love it I have have it bad for black haired guys with uh, blue eyes. So, yeah, I guess. Here's here's the thing like, (laughs) wrestling is 90% of people in their underwear. So, like, there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a horde factor in there. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Especially like, especially now that like wrestlers are attractive. Like, we, we, we went through like what, um, (laughs) a hundred years of no attractive male wrestlers. And now that there's some, like, everybody's like, ooh, Sonya, you can't do that on television. I'm like, no. To all that hair of George Sandal seal. <laughs> hey, look. Yeah. How well, dare um, you besmirch George Hackenschmidt? Well, look. I used to. Uh, I think I told you that, TL, that uh, the only reason I watched WCW was because I wanted to see Alex Wright. That was the oh, only I mean, reason. Look, he's, he's thus Wonder Kid. Like, how, why else would you. Robert, have you seen? Okay, wait, hold on, Robert. I have to. Like, I, I feel I like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trapped because, like, please, like, I, please? I forgot. Like, everyone here has some sort of like wrestling fandom. Oh, and dude, and, and oh, it's just like, a, oh no, oh no, yeah, I'm gonna be like coerced into watching some got, wrestling documentary again. Here's we got three hours of plague time. <laughs> here's the thing: you have Jose, wrestler, actual wrestler, actually goes out there, does it, uh, pretty good at it, by the way. Thank uh, you, Sonya. Wrote a re- like helped write a wrestling book, and I just have a, a really stupid encyclopedia like knowledge about professional wrestling. <laughs> now, I will say, before you brought it up, it, this is a good way of jumping in. Like, you got into wrestling because of John Cena, or watching Wade Barrett and John Cena. That's absolutely fair. I got into wrestling, like I my Going dad back into the wrestling. By, by the way, I was always into it. Right, uh, my dad. So when I was growing up, my dad was really into like wrestling and then I, I very actively remember him ordering a pay-per-view where like like this was wwf and it was like rick flair and hulk hogan get ready to fight my dad's from my dad's from philadelphia so he's like oh this is going to be so great and i just remember looking at it at like age four or five and being like this is stupid even though like i had like <laughs> my hacksaw jim duggan like giant lgn toy and like that was like Did you have uh, like the actual like two by four i had like, the actual was... two by four and then i had the <laughs> i had the piper the hot rod toy right so like oh, those are my toys they've just fought ninja turtles like i didn't care about wrestling and then I, i'll never forget it i was like eight or nine years old and i was like just flipping through channels and it was a wcw saturday night which was their like saturday night show that they filmed at mgm that just like hey if you're undercard wrestlers you go here and you wrestle and i watched it was uh public enemy versus harlem heat and the finish and i can Mm. tell you the finish the finish was a double pin because like they both did an inside cradle but where the referee was like like on one side yeah right well it was positioned they both both shoulders were down the referee counted it and it was the scratch right normally this is something that people would be like shitting on what a terrible finish this is the dumbest thing like there's got to be a winner i watched that match and as a kid at nine years old wait yeah wait wait (laughs) for basket and like that what (laughs) and i just it blew my mind i was like this is the 
greatest thing I've ever seen. And then it went into the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, like wow, WrestleMania. That, that Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> Dusty Finish bullshit hooked you in. It hooked me in. And then like, like I said, like, and then going if to WrestleMania, <laughs> like the WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels and Bret, and like their whole thing was, because it wasn't like a stupid storyline. Like it was, I'm the best wrestler. And like they were doing like the stupid like Sunny Day shit, but I didn't, I didn't catch that. All I remember was like, Shawn Michaels would go and watch Brett wrestle. Then Brett would go and watch Shawn Michaels wrestle. And I was like, they are treating it like a fucking, like, this is a real sporting event. And it's like Power Rangers, but real. <laughs> and it's just like, it, it got me. And then, I mean, that's WrestleMania 12, Shawn Michaels, the boyhood dream. And it's just like, yep, I'm hooked forever. Yeah, that time. was me. Yeah, well, I've been into wrestling since I was like a very young kid. Like indigenous people, like Cree people, my people have always, like my mom still thinks it's real. Like she watches it religiously and is always watching WWE Network. And I remember the first wrestling show I got to go to, the main event was Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. And I love mm. both of them. Amazing. So the first event uh, that night, uh, well, I also got scared because The Undertaker was there that night, too. So all the lights went off, and I was like, oh, my God, this is horrifying. And so I I think it was a Mankind match, too. Anyway, oh, wow. but um, I was watching the Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, who I both love. And Bret Hart came out first, and I wanted to be that kid who got the glasses. So I tried to jump the boards we were sitting at because it was done in the Winnipeg Arena. Oh boy! And my dad grabs my shirt from behind and like pulls me back into my shirt, uh, pulls me back into my chair. And he says, "Sonia, if you do that again, we're leaving." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm fine, Dad. You're like, you don't have to worry." And then Shawn Michaels' music hit, and I tried to jump it again, and my dad <laughs> is surprised me in a chokehold, and I'm like, "Dad, let me go." <laughs> so it's just screaming but it was like the best night i'd ever because like wrestling on tv is not the same as wrestling in person i think you all know that and so oh, yeah, it absolutely. was like it is still one of the best memories in my life because i had better seats than my hateful cousin who i hated who was like <laughs> about 20 rows behind me and i was like yeah mario i can see bret hard from here and he's amazing <laughs> I, I, yeah, Jose. Yeah, Jose. I think we, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you how you got into this wacky world of professional wrestling. Oh man. Uh, well, uh, by the way, Robert, if anything seems like too jargony or too like out of your context of of where, please ask for an explanation. We'll happily give it to you. I, it, you know. It's just being inundated with like, like what's that proper noun? What's that other <laughs> proper noun? What's yeah. that <laughs> verb? What? I, <laughs> We're going to be here for hours, and the story will not end. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Just, just if I say anything, you're like, uh, excuse me, then, then I will go back and, and, and reiterate it for you. Because there's a lot of carny talk, even when, when, when there's fans talking about wrestling oh, yeah. involved. So. Yeah, I'll translate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, to be fair, we have an actual expert on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, so, um, I remember uh, watching back in the day with my grandma i would say like maybe i was like two or three years old at the time so this is like 89 90 um and then i remember going to the video store and seeing all the the wwf vhs's just on the wall and it's like and you could i was there often enough just looking at them that i could basically get storylines just from looking at the matches and seeing the events so it's like oh this is wrestlemania 4 this is just from the this spines? Is, yeah, yeah, and like just reading the backs <laughs> okay. and, and seeing like, oh, this one is 
this one's Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior, and and this one's uh, oh, and this is when now Warrior's the champ here, and oh, he must have won that match against did, Hogan, and then did they did they not have like okay, this is WrestleMania twelve, Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior? They don't. Yeah, they, yeah. they just have like some random That's, name attached to it, or, or? no, no, no. Well, like, they usually it, yeah. Well, go ahead. They, they would show like the the poster of the show, and it might be like okay. the main event on it, right? And then on the next WrestleMania. I would see like, oh, it's it's uh, it's Ultimate Warrior versus this guy, and then you know see like, oh, now Macho Man has the title. So like, I would sort of kind of piece it together and follow along, basically uh, how uh, it goes. Okay. Uh, and um, then I played the video games a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say WWF Raw. I played a lot, especially in front of my parents. Uh, so I would catch like Monday Night Raw here and there. Um, but they took me to a, a show because they were like, Oh, WWF's coming into town. You want to go to the show? I'm in like second grade. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go. And I'm expecting to see Bret Hart. I'm expecting to see Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Mm. Razor Ramon. Right. Mm. Uh, it was a WCW house show. So I'm (laughs) like, I don't know who any of these fucking people are. (laughs) And, and, and I'm like, what? what is this? <laughs> I saw like the only guy I remember from that show was the main event and it was sting. And, oh like, my God. Yeah. Was and, he is crossing? It, is it, is he it was so, surfer sting or he was still surfer sting? Okay. He was still surfer sting at the time. <laughs> so like it, like that was the only thing I remember from it, but like, yeah, it, it's been like a, an entire life thing, you know, but you know, I saw, yeah, I didn't think I would ever like grow up to actually wrestle because like my mom wouldn't even let me join the football team. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm a smaller person, uh, physically speaking. I'm six three though, uh, and the the idea that like I had to be this massive human of a person to to get into wrestling, uh, the idea of like actually getting into indie wrestling didn't cross my mind until I was doing backyard stuff, just dicking around with my friends. Um, Six, Robert, you seem lost. I, I am very lost. You, you said your mom was. You said your mom said that you were too small for football, but you're six three. Yeah. Well, most wrestlers let me, let me... tend to be higher than six. Like um, Jose would be considered like a a, a light heavy, or like a, a feather, or like a featherweight or a lightweight. He would be like light heavyweight, six three, like like six foot three inches. Are you you're talking about here, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, but right, I was just, also just a making sure. Kid. I was also a skinny okay. kid, right? So, like, you know, also Latin mothers, very overprotective. I don't want to get into that. Uh, <laughs> and, you know... Tell so... you're muted, by the way. Oh, shit. I'm muted the whole time. I was, <laughs> saying, that, I was saying that Jose's lanky, right? Like, like, oh, okay. like look, Jose's, like, I see. tall. No, because, like, like, like you said, like, honestly, like, Jose, Jose is... <laughs> Is kind of, but Jose is like kind of like the perfect like if you're gonna like do height of a wrestler six three six four six five like mm-hmm. perfect. Um, I want it. It, it. The more I think about it, like especially like when I was in like football shape, if there if I had known of anywhere to like start in like because when I graduated I was in Alabama like it was in my best shape I was in Alabama, and like. Where I was at in Alabama was outside of Mobile, not in Mobile. Like, obviously, there's wrestling schools in Mobile, where Bob Holly's from. Uh, but you don't want to go to those. No, I didn't. <laughs> want, no, 
No, I don't want to get my ass kicked. You're right. I don't want to get hazed. Because that was one of the reasons why I was like, was having stuff. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get beat up for no reason. <laughs> um, but like, I, it's one of the things like, I love and respect professional wrestling so much. Like, it's one of the things like, you will, I might not like a match, but you will very rarely hear me say, oh, this guy can't wrestle because like, it's it's a fallacy. I think that's an oversimplification, especially with people who are wrestling fans. And like I said, I I consider myself a very bad one, but a wrestling historian. And the great thing about the history of wrestling is what you essentially think is bad is technically not. Like there's mm-hmm. something in there that's actually an entertainment value for it. Like I am not a fan of Hulk Hogan matches. That's what I like. As I've grown up, I realized the reason why old WWF never got me like it did everybody else. I was not fond of watching Hogan fight. Me neither. Yeah. Like yeah. I just used to hate him. It, it just, it was to me, it was boring, but then like I would watch Hogan's Japan stuff and that's tremendous. And like you would watch like stuff with like smaller guys. It's tremendous. And then like the, the Hogan match that I was like, okay, I get it now was the rock Hogan from WrestleMania. 18. That, is it, is it 18? 18. Okay, yeah, it is 18. Because 17 is my way. 19 is the final one. Um, (laughs) My way promo is the greatest promo of professional wrestling, and I'm going to put it in a movie. It is fucking rules. It's It's so good. It's so good. Let me find it. My way promo? Yeah, wait, hold on. We could do this. We could do this. We could do this. We could do this. We're going to do a live watch of the great. May as well. Like, we've done it before on these pods. It's not going to mess up any audio. 17? It is WrestleMania 17, Lincoln Park. Uh, which no, it has no, no, the Limp Biscuit. Biscuit, right? Mm. It has the immortal, mortal line of Paul Heyman. Big up to Limp Biscuit, which always <laughs> I hear it. I'm like, wow, they really said that, but it fucking rules. Okay, I found, it. I found it. All right, you got oh, it? you're okay, talking about like my way, the, the the Mission Impossible song. No, no, that's, uh, no, no, no. Uh, that's all right. Uh, you got it. Never know why you want to hate me. Uh, that's oh, I love chat. that song. It is, yeah, it's, it's it song. is, it is. This is literally the greatest wrestling promo. Like, I love all. Mm-hmm. I think WWE does a really great job of promotion. Um, there's one with The Miz where The Miz and John Cena are going to fight, and The Miz does the Hate Me Now promo. Yeah. Tremendous. Ooh, like, really there's, just, one. there's so many really good promos, but this is the pinnacle. Not Do you want to share peak? it? Um, uh, it's in the chat. Can you share it in the win- yeah. in the window? Okay, I will share it. I will share oh, it in yeah, the window and I'll together. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. We'll watch it together. So okay. hold on. So yeah, yes. so Sonya, go ahead I'm and so pause it. For this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna I need to get everything set up here. That was I'm a video can, can see everything, yeah. Yes. This will more than likely be this will be one of the clips I do. Let me see. This is the best. Present now. I, like I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see Robert's opinion as an outsider. On, yes. On this. Uh, uh, it's it's more like one foot in, one foot out kind of thing. Like I'm not, I'm not like in in it, but like I, I'm kind of like still watching Botchamania because um, like I, I just. Oh, but, this is, but the thing is, I want to be enjoying of, of wrestling. That, that's the extent because I'm not committing hours upon hours of my life to for wrestling. Oh dear. Yeah, that's ready? the part I don't like. You guys yeah, can see on. it. Yeah. All right. It's a commitment. It's yeah. like it's like watching anime. There's there's so much yes. lore to wrestling. Oh no. Don't call me for the richest prize in the business. Coming up next, folks, we hope to get a final word from the rocker Stone Cold next here on Smash. 
This is the Mission Impossible, like, a uh, theme that, that, that no. uh, Limp Bizkit did. No, no, no. It's a different song, I swear. No. Yep. It, it is a different song, yeah. No. Okay. I, okay, this is so... You're so much... So much lead-up. Uh, the video itself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to enlarge the screen, TL? Okay. My bad. Yeah. Okay, here it is. okay. Here it is. Here it is. Here we go. Just the emotion from this fucking video. <laughs> it's that opening riff. It's the lead up to the chorus. Oh, it's great. It's so good. I literally can't wait to put this in the script. I just don't know how I'm going to put this whole thing in the script. Mrs. Stone Cold Steve Austin. In the interest of fairness, did I inform you? Who the fuck is that? Uh, so that is uh, Deborah uh, Austin at the time. Uh, she is a manager. She was married to a former football player who became a wrestler, and then she became Austin's wife for a hot minute. Okay, I gotta I ask, like, like, real right wife or, or like TV wife? Real wife. Real, real wife. wife. Yes. Of course. Of course. It's always real wife. I gotta integrate in the scripts. And then, of course, like, Robert, there's Pittsburgh's own Kurt Angle. Let's just go ahead and take All right, now, this is when it gets good. Sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Rather an ass man myself. Mm. <laughs> The fucking edit, just like Hunger Center. God damn it! So good. The Rock isn't waiting until WrestleMania. Your bald-headed, double-studded candy ass belongs to The Rock. God. I have goosebumps right now. I, I God, believe that is so good. This is the best. Gotta have the censored version. Gotta have the censored version. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not okay. Man, that's the one thing I miss about wrestling is when people had flash cameras. It always looks so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I miss yeah. the flashes. Gosh, it's so cool. It's cold, man. It rolls, man. Is it just like a wrestling thing where it's just two dudes just like staring at each other, like like they're ready to like just pounce on one another? Like, well, I mean, it's a, it's a yeah, yeah, it's a big okay. thing. Like that was basic, uh, basically all the stuff I loved about Wade Barrett and John Cena, because it looked like they were gonna start fucking on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that intensity of like something's about to happen. And this yeah. Fight or fuck. Yeah. 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 Well, I say just bring it. You it's like now, kiss. <laughs> this isn't the one I'm thinking of. 
because that's a good line. But hold on, I've got to get the one right from the actual. <laughs> I have to get the one from the from the pay per view mm -hmm. because like that's a great line. Itself. Yes, because it doesn't end like that. It doesn't end like that. Hold on. Well, I love when, um, like, I included in the chat earlier, like, because uh, uh, Jose talking about the posters on tape, on on tapes back then, like, the WrestleMania 12 one, I remember when they came out, because it was the one I watched live, and I remember how how it used to scare certain people to see the Undertaker in his mask, <laughs> just kind of no. the opera mask. With his <laughs> like, fucking used... broken orbital bone mask. Yeah. Yeah, I included that in my, script, in my feature film script, because I always thought that was a great look. And like I, I um I always really loved the Undertaker. I remember when he was doing that uh ministry uh stuff back oh, in the, the early, late nineties. Yeah, and yeah. I remember one night he uh crucified uh Stone Cold live on camera and yep. I was like screaming yeah. at the TV. I'm like, how I'm yelling at my dad, how can they show that on TV? The funniest <laughs> the funniest thing is my brother was like afraid of gold dust. Like that was the wrestler that would I knew like, some people who were yes. Yeah. And I was like, really? And he's like, gold dust. So like, I don't know sister... if I'm supposed to be aroused or confused or scared. <laughs> well, my brother was like three. He was like two or three. So me and my sister would do the gold dust. No. Thing. Like, <laughs> Not okay. He was so afraid of gold dust. Oh, man. Right. Goldust uh, was my favorite you. character in uh, WWE um, in your house. That uh, PlayStation right. 1 Aww. game. So, okay, so here is the, the this is the All ending right. that they have at the end of the actual pay-per-view. I will give you every drop of sweat, every drop of blood, every ounce of energy I have. You are going to get the absolute best of The Rock at WrestleMania. I need to beat you up. I need more than anything that you could ever imagine. There can be only one World Wrestling Federation champion, and that will be Rock Stone Cold Steve Austin. With all due respect. You're right. That's a better ending. You're it's right, such a good yeah. ending. And then, is he going to say it? Oh, no. it cut off the, it cut off, I was waiting for the fall haven. Big ups to Lip Biscuit. And like, <laughs> really fall. But yeah, that's such a better, like, it's, that's the God. thing about professional wrestling. I talked about it with the Bianca because the Bianca, um, the Bianca, Bianca Belair Sasha match. Uh, Sasha match cried just opening, <laughs> just bald, like, weeping. Oh, it was just like, oh. and I was like, when wrestling gets it fucking right, it just works, and everything about it is just because it it, it has to play on something such an emotional and personal level. So when it's mm -hmm. good. Man, there's nothing better in the world. Like, well, and like, <laughs> I love the editors of the of the WWE because they're always amazing. Like the stuff that they do, like that Eddie Guerrero tribute they did after he died, fucking mm. tears. Because oh. they said it to. Um, they also did a really good one. I can't remember who. Yeah, it was the the Randy Savage song. They one they did this to a Coldplay song. I was like, oh, Shit, it's oh so yeah. Crazy. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, because yeah. the Eddie Guerrero one is my favorite. I just love it because like it like you grew up with these people so it's like it's so difficult to uh to, to watch yeah. yeah and i'm just like like because you like i was discussing this with somebody else i can't remember who but um oh no i'm i'm um currently in the writing for a job on uh, a wrestling documentary so i was talking about my experience and i was talking about how indigenous people form such a like a really big connection with wrestling specifically wrestlers because we see them as a part of our lives and a part of like they're kind of like a patron saint type stuff and yeah. to see them 
hurt or to see them die is like losing a family member. And so yeah. even though I wasn't watching wrestling when Eddie Guerrero died, it still impacted me because like he was one of my favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like when when Shawn Michaels goes, like when Bret Hart goes, like I will oh. be inconceivable. <laughs> Uh, oh. that yeah i'm not looking forward to that, that. bret hart one's gonna be like really devastating because yeah mm-hmm. that picture where it's just him in color and everyone else in the heart foundation is grayed out yeah is so oh, yeah. sad it is is one of the most depressing things and like and like you said like i one i think also with us three being into wrestling and also being people of color like it's really hard like it's really hard to be like because sometimes it can feel like wrestling doesn't love you back right yeah like um <laughs> Yeah, like that's a thing. Very frustrating. Let me be upfront. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, really doesn't. Well, You're right. Um, well, that was uh, well. We were talking about why people got into wrestling. Like, I was planning to move to Calgary when I was a kid to go be a wrestler because I wanted to either be trained by the Hart family or marry into them. Despite all I know about how <laughs> terrible that would be. Wow. And the, the reason I didn't go become a wrestler was because when 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 it was popular when I was a kid. Uh, the most popular female wrestler at the time was Sable, who was not mm. a good wrestler. Like, my favorite wrestler was Luna Vachon. Mm. And to see Luna have to carry Sable through all these matches and be the villain and all this other stuff, and me realizing that I was too tall, that I was too brown, that I didn't have the right color hair or the big enough boobs to be in that position, and that I would never, ever get to be Shawn Michaels, that's what prevented me from becoming a wrestler when I was 14. And it was like such a, because it's like it does have a bunch of gatekeeping that prevents certain people from pursuing it, and yeah, and it's just a, it's a horrible, like it still breaks my heart that like, well, no pun intended, it still breaks my heart to talk about it because that's a one, like when I my dad asked me what I wanted to be when I was a little girl, I said a writer, a marine biologist, or a pro wrestler. Right, and it was like it's something I always wanted to do, and the fact that I couldn't do it because I didn't look like I could model for Playboy was like the worst thing in the world for me. Because like, Bret Hart didn't have to worry about that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so an ugly ass like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but I, I wanted mean, to it, marry his oldest son. Like that was my goal. I, but <laughs> if you're looking to you know get into that royalty, go right ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's just one of the things. Like I really wish, honestly, like I. Of the things I wish I would have done, I think I, I wish I would have came. I wish I would have moved back here as I left high school when I was in my best shape. And then, like, I wish I would have known about like whatever scene was here or done. Like, I said, Jose started said, like he did like backyard stuff. Like, if we did like backyard stuff, like, like in high school, but it wasn't like really backyard wrestling. Like, we we're just, you know, we we're kids playing around. But like, yeah, I that's what I wanted. I, I so bad wanted to be Ric Flair. Or any heel that gets on the microphone and just play a, a, a fucking ham and a piece of shit. Cause like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, cause like, I, I'm a very nice person naturally, but like, if I'm, if you're playing me on, I get egg on to be the bad guy any fucking day of the week. And I love it. I yeah. love seeing people mad. I love doing that stuff. And I was like, it I wanted so, <laughs> so satisfying to get yeah. people to boo you. I, I just oh. wanted to be so like and that's like the thing like I always like I always play like if I ever get the patch rumble it's over it's like it is over because like I know but here's the thing like I know for a fact I cut a promo better than ninety percent of those dudes maybe Dan Riker but Dan Riker's promos are all just recycled fucking like Stone Cold Steve Austin or like any any eighties promo right like wow, I really calling them out there <laughs> well I mean look 
I know what my my skills are. My skills right now is on this microphone, and I can go ahead and cut a promo on 90% of people, mm-hmm. just in general, right? Um, and that's that's something I really wish I would have been able to do. And it's like one of the things, like, I also, like, I'm 5'11", right? And, like, I was like, I'm 5'11". I'm already, like, a bigger dude because I have a bigger frame as it is. Like, I couldn't be... Like a Dean Malenko. And honestly, I wish I would have been into like Ring of Honor and stuff. Ring of Honor is an indie wrestling promotion, Robert, uh, in, based out of Philadelphia. But like my favorite wrestler currently is Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson. And Brian Danielson is much shorter than I am. Uh, but he has like yes. a, like, he doesn't yes. have a small build. He's a very yes. stocky build. Like, even old mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, it's like kind of stocky ish. And I was like, like, the more I looked at it, I was like, yeah, I could have been like a, a him or a Dean Malenko, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Like, it's just one of those things. Of like, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, and then Jonathan, also, Jonathan Gresham is like one of the greatest wrestlers like yeah. out there, and he's like maybe five six, if that. He yeah. like him and John Silver uh, from AEW had a match that I saw like outside of Philly, and it was incredible. And it was like one of the most technical showcases I have ever seen. Um, and I've been a fan of him ever since. Yeah. So it's, like it, Lee it, Moriarty, like any, any of these guys like have yeah. it in them. And and that's why I'm thankful for like a generation now where I have people like, so like Sonia, like there are so many great women who are doing tremendous mm-hmm. work out there. There's so many great wrestlers of all different shapes and sizes that are doing tremendous work. Like I said, like, uh, Jose said, uh, John Gresham, really great. John Silver, really, really great in AEW. Uh, Lee Moriarty, who, if he is not signed by the end of this fucking year, I don't know what anyone's doing. That dude rules. Like, Lee Moriarty is, like, getting another version of Daniel Bryan. Like, Lee Moriarty is <laughs> so good. But, like, there's so many... It's so great now. And, like I said, uh, I'm thankful to see my buddy Jose wrestle these people because, like, the wrestling scene right now, it's almost a zenith of, like, there's so much great talent that it's just everywhere. Like, every time there's a wrestling boom, you see this, right? Like, in the original indie boom, in the early to early 2000s, so when Ring of Honor was starting, you had people who were working in the Super X. So you had Christopher Daniels. You had, you know, uh, AJ Styles. You had uh, Daniel Bryan. You had, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan, Brian Nailson. uh like you have all these guys, right? Like this is like when Jay Lethal starting. So you have like the Hump, zenith that Joe, are happening. homicide, all right? These guys. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: people don't know Samoa Joe, John Cena trained at the same time. Yep. And it is, it is that's the only thing I wish they would have done something with. They could have done something with that, but they never did. But they should have. Um, but like, so you have like this whole boom, right? And then TNA starts, and then like. WWE was like, okay, well, we have OVW. We're going to take everybody out. CM Punk, all these guys were getting all the indies, right? So then you have this drought. And then you have AD guys, Kevin Steen, uh, Sami Zayn come from Canada. Uh, oh, I love Sami Zayn. Yeah. I have a massive crush on him. Uh, Sorry for all the wrestling marks in the chat who are no, in the listening like, room. Like, People find these men. People find people attractive, and again, they're wrestling in underwear. What do you do? Um, but like, so I mean, Florida. So Florida had a big scene that I didn't know about until I moved back here the second time with FIP stuff. So you had Roderick Strong, uh, you had David Richards, Eddie Edwards, uh, John Davis, John Davis, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Like, they're all working like this independent loop down here in Florida. Uh, which makes sense because, like, that's where developmental is, right? So you put a loop 
where you're going to get people who are like, hey, we want you to do a tryout. Can you come here? And like, yeah, I live, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, and like, you had your Dean Ambrose and stuff like, like, your John Moxley. Like, yeah, all these guys working and then bought out. There's a, there's a, there's like a, a there's a, there's a gap. There's, there's a, a gap, gap that's, that is to be filled. And yeah. I think we're right now in a perfect part where those gaps, like that gap is now being filled. Like there are so many great mm-hmm. indies out here now. And a lot of guys who have been working their asses off for years, who have never gotten to look, who are just ready to get right. Like uh, Eddie Kingston finally got signed to a big deal. Uh, and like that dude has been awesome forever. Right. Like, I don't know. It's just I I I am so enamored. I didn't when I fell in love with wrestling. I never had a I need to stop part until like last year, and that mm-hmm. was mainly because of like oh hey COVID. wrestling is full of cesspit. No wrestling yeah. is full of sex fest. Like and like oh that too of, yeah yeah yeah. That happened. My, yep, that happened. yeah. Literally <laughs> one of my favorite writers turned out to be a piece of shit too, and I was just like oh not damn. Freddie Prince Jr. No, 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 not a writer. No, this was a. This was a I'm not, I'm not going to say his name. This was a uh, sport uh, wrestling journalist who did really. Okay. We did stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, but like the thing that always that always like I was like was weird. It was like he would always talk shit about Chris Hero, who is fucking awesome. And like he's like he's like he is like if you want to learn about wrestling, like I consider myself a historian. Chris Hero's actual historian of wrestling. Like Chris yeah. Hero knows so much more about professional wrestling than like anyone. Um, but he'd always talk shit about Chris Hero, like his like how he would dress and like, oh, he's so fat, blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, but Chris Hero's awesome. What are you talking about? Yeah. Come to find out, this dude was a sex pest to like a wrestling trainee, and Chris Hero stopped it. So <laughs> he he obviously is why he didn't like Chris Hero. Ooh. And it was like, oh, okay. Personal <laughs> wow. beef. Cool. That Unbelievable. Uh, Chris Hero is also on the list of wrestlers you don't want to fuck with. Uh, oh yeah. Um, uh, when you're there, uh, Kevin Steed. So Kevin Owens. Uh, <laughs> if you guys don't remember, there used to be a True TV show uh, where it'd be like uh, real security things, uh, and Kevin Owens was on here as Kevin Steed, like he's working this indie show, <laughs> and this fan is coming over the guardrail, and Kevin Owens just beats the fuck out of this dude, man, and he's like, and like the guys like he's like. Hey, I, if you want, you can go outside. Da, da, da. And I, I say all that to say, Jose choked somebody outside of his bar. Yep. <laughs> and that's what I was like. You will don't mess with Jose either. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Uh, some dude came in and started a fight on Thanksgiving, so I had to choke him out. Uh, no, was, like on good. the holy day. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he have to oh, like wait, break yeah. up with his girlfriend on Thanksgiving Day instead of getting into fights in there? <laughs> what, what happened? Yeah, I don't know if he just had an argument with his Republican uncle or, or what happened. He just came in and just had a real bad time. Uh, All right, if you guys are going to keep somebody. making me laugh, I got to run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help? talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, man, professional wrestling. I love professional it. Professional wrestling is crazy. Good Lord. It's, it's crazy, yeah. It's it's literally the Wild West. It's literally, it's everything. It's vaudeville. It's beautiful. It's bu- it's ballet. It's poetry. It's all consuming. It is. I really do enjoy it a lot. Yeah. If um, it wasn't for uh, like Max Landis being a, a fucking crazy sex pest, then yeah, I would recommend his wrestling isn't wrestling video. It's still mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, but it's a would... great introduction to wrestling for outsiders. Yeah. Uh, and like, 
it's it's I don't know. It, I I watched the shit out of that thing like so yeah. much. I I watched well in like because that came off the heels of his drunk history of um, of demand the death the death of life of Superman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like this is my next <laughs> drunken rant. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it was it was so good. It's such a great like cap like it's such a great like look at the career of Triple H too. Like, like doing that character, and to me, and like you said, I'm, I fucking hate Max Landis. I think he's a really bad writer, and I, yep. I, and he's a sex pest. Uh, but that video, it allowed me, and I think this is where I started realizing, like maybe I, I'm not the authority of everything about professional wrestling. Like, if if something that I, I don't like, it doesn't make it bad. It just means I don't like it. Because like mm-hmm. I had always been like, uh, so antagonistic, agnostic, like. So, antagonistic, like, antagonistic. Yeah. there we go that's the word i don't know words um antagonistic towards um triple h as a fan because i would always be like you know oh triple h like oh his his actual finish is change the change the script because he he always wins right like that's the I'm, I'm every wrestling fucking nerd right yeah uh <laughs> but like to have somebody shows like all right well if you look at how triple h as a character is it is his insecurity if you look at like him like when he once he breaks away from dx his whole arc is i am so insecure i was considered the lesser of all these other fucking guys who fucking left you and i stayed yeah of course i'm going to do everything i can to be over like that was such a genius i was like that's like, like that's literal genius like character development of this guy who was the lower ring. Right. And honestly, like, I feel like none of that was ever planned or on purpose. That's just the way everything panned out for Triple yeah. H. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I mean, that's how wrestling is though. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's all it's not like, planned more than two hours ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like uh, the John Cena uh, Bray Wyatt match from WrestleMania uh, two years ago. Okay. To me, that's it's, it's that match was incredible. It's <laughs> literally like, I hate to say like the word a perfect match because it's not really a match. Like there is no, like, no actual hold moves, but like for a character study, it's so genius. Like John here's... Cena's existential crisis. Like I wanted to give it all the awards, right? But it doesn't. <laughs> there's no award for that. <laughs> here's the guy who was the prototype, who was like, "We're going to make you. We're making you Hulk Hogan," and it didn't work. Like the prototype was a failure. The prototype was Chris Masters. It was everyone. It was like, it didn't work. And then, well, what are you, like, we're doing this thing. Oh, Stephanie heard you rap once. What if you did this rap? What if you make this your persona? And then it's your persona. And then, like, him having to deal with the fact, like, he should be Hogan, but he's not. And when Hogan had to become a bad guy, John Cena should have been the bad guy. That's every IWC fan's like, oh, make John Cena heel. And then John was like, no, I don't want to. And he did the thing is like, if I would have been the bad guy, I would have just been this other person. But then like him as a bad guy, you don't get the the great scene of ECW One Night Stand 2006, which oh is one God. of the greatest fucking wrestling scenes of all time. A whole arena that just fucking hates John Cena. It has a sign <laughs> that says, if RVD loses, we'll riot. And like... They, this is a crowd. They that... were actually serious, though. Like, anytime yeah. <laughs> that sign's ever been held up anywhere else, it, it doesn't matter because it's like because it was oh, in yeah. Philadelphia, right? It was, in no, it, was Philly, in, it was in it was in the Hammerstein Ballroom. It was in the Hammerstein, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so like yeah they they were like no we will actually kill everyone if if john cena wins again philadelphia is the worst sports audience real or staged like they're terrifying (laughs) it's just philly fans are such a weird lot um and i and i think about it like when i think about robert i'm sorry this became a wrestling podcast but here it is (laughs) Uh, I think about it. No, I really had video game stuff to talk about. But, you know, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's I did fine. mention I was just going to hang back and then not participate, then just to do the background recording. And uh, well, dead dove, you know, <laughs> dead dove situation. Yeah. I don't know what I expected. You know, it's but, like I need to think about this. It's like okay, I guess. Well, let's get this. A, let's get Robert included. Let's talk about boys. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh it'll be like a sleepover. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Philly fans, I, I think of like the. <laughs> The Ring of Honor, so Ring of Honor CZW, which is the other big Philadelphia promotion from like the mid two thousands. Um, they had like a, a inner inner promotional rivalry, which was bred off of Jim Cornette being a fucking old piece of shit. Um, and uh, but like those fans took it very seriously. Like if you were a Ring of Honor, that was the technical wrestling. Those were the the people who came from the likes of Chris Jericho and and, and Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero, and that's real wrestling. Ring of Honor, they shake hands, they wrestle for 60 minutes to a roll-up because the promoter knows what he's doing. No, no, um, no, no, no. I, I actually have some inside information on, on how that works. So uh, I took a seminar with Gabe Sapolsky a couple years ago, and he told us that, like, if you guys get lost, just end the match with a roll-up. And <laughs> after about 40 minutes to 60 minutes of a match in Ring of Honor where it's like, oh, they're doing all these moves, and then the match ends with a roll-up, that's exactly what happened. Those guys <laughs> forgot what they were going to do next. They got lost, so they just ended it with a roll-up. Um, and that, that skewed everything from Ring of Honor, in my view. Yeah. Well, the yeah. talk about um, shaking hands reminds me of that joke Um I think it was Dolph Ziggler said on commentary where Daniel Bryan shook somebody's hand. I think he shook CM Punk's hand and Dolph Ziggler yells, this is not Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, totally... I mean, that's what it was. It was definitely uh, a, because that was uh, the, that was the champion versus champion match. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely like a, oh, we're going to do the code of honor. We're going to do every Ring of Honor thing. The only thing that sucks about that is for people in WWE who are, who are like, who don't come in it from independent wrestling. Every independent promotion is Ring of Honor. Like I remember Baron Corbin's fighting Apollo Crews and he goes, go back to Ring of Honor. And I'm like, my dude, he never wrestled Ring of Honor. He's from Dragon Gate. They're, they're completely different. Gabe totally is, different. Like Gabe is the only through line. I swear that's it's about totally it. different. I swear it's totally different. <laughs> what the fuck is Dragon Gate? Okay, uh, so Dragon Gate USA. Is... Right, we're, we're, we're getting into the weeds here. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they lost me. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. Uh, I got. I really got. When Dave O'Brien, like, I really got really into the weeds of like independent wrestling and learning about Japan when Dave O'Brien got signed because like I would pick up like in the mag like. We have a, a, a chain down here called Win Dixie, and Win Dixie used to have a magazine aisle, and then we had the PWIs, and like. I wasn't watching everything else. I was watching WWF or WWE at the time because it was the only thing on television. And I would catch like kids like TNA on Fox Sport, Fox Sport Net or whatever. Mm. But every time I would pick up a PWI, there'd be this fucker named Brian Danielson, who is the number one wrestler in the world. And I would always be like, who the fuck is this dude? Right? <laughs> like it was just forever. 
right? Forever, everyone will always talk about it. And then uh, Court Bauer was doing a podcast at the time, and they reviewed it was Final Battle 20, 2009. And they're like, hey, Nigel's leaving, Daniel Bryan's leaving, or Brian Danielson's leaving. And I'm like, I've always heard these dudes, and like this match is talked so great. I'm going to do it. So I bought like one of those, like Ring Water used to do those compilation D- DVDs that mm. were like, they always like they always look janky and they always like are like three hours long and it's like and they have every, no menu. It just there's starts no immediately. Menu. <laughs> oh, God. And it's always like those. a burnt DVD. It, it yeah. feels like a burnt yes. DVD. So yes. I, I, I bought two DVDs. I got the best, the best of Brian Danielson, uh, which are some tremendous matches. But like Jose says, there are two matches that are literally 80 minutes long. And my guy, we could have done this in a quarter of the time. Um, he made I, like four dollars <laughs> off of those DVDs. I think. Yeah. I I doubt uh, maybe less. Um, and then the <laughs> other one I got was like I got it was like the hardcore. It's like the hardcore matches of of Ring of Honor, oh. and like so Ring of Honor doesn't do a lot of like hardcore matches because it's again the ring of honor so like you'd have your without honor matches and i've heard of homicide because i watched tna and like i'm seeing homicide and cole cabana beat the fuck out of each other i'm like wait what is this <laughs> uh, so then i was like okay i'm completely in and then i watched uh i think that was the final battle i watched no it wasn't the final battle it was like a a one-off pay-per-view i watched it was um uh, 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 it was Kyle. It was Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. The first breakup of those two, oh, and wow. Adam Cole in the match. Kyle O'Reilly hitting him right, just doing his his, his strikes. Hits uh, Adam Cole in the mouth, knocks out his two teeth, and it's just like again when wrestling hits, it hits. There's this visceral thing, blood dripping down his mouth. He just. Sprays the blood, blood at Kyle yeah. face and says, fuck you. And I was like, Adam Cole is the greatest fucking wrestler of all time. Like, I was like, <laughs> it, I was like, hepatitis C in the locker room. That know. was, that was before, Probably. that was before Abdullah the Butcher was giving everybody hepatitis C, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, <laughs> Oh, okay. but we should right. get on to video we games. Really, yeah. yeah. Did they? So, right. Was it an enjoyable? Was it an enjoyable experience getting Hep C from that guy, though? Uh, they didn't no, get Hep C. It's never enjoyable. <laughs> hey, yeah, like, in, not in the you. transmission process, I, w- I would say no. They no. hey, Adam it's Cole. always like during a wrestling match. Yeah. He, he just bleeds all over. I, I okay, yeah. okay. I see what you mean. I, I thought it was something <laughs> where it was just like. He was uh, getting kind of frisky in the back room, you know. No, if you know him, Kevin. No, oh, oh. no, okay. transmitted no. forcefully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so <laughs> video games. Video which games. Is this podcast I, about. I, I had an idea. I tweeted this out already, but video just like I, I started, think, I I started thinking about wrestling and like mm. how there's different um, personalities and uh, mm. different. Um, oh yeah, characters. Yes, <laughs> uh, you want me? To... Oh, and, uh, yeah. I, was, I was just thinking. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just, just thinking. What if you combine um, persona with um, wrestling personas? Well, they they already do that. There are persona like so. There are persona enemies that are based off of Jushin Thunder Liger. There are sort of enemies that are based off of Hulk Hogan. Like, no, I'm talking like like either. actual personas where it's just like l- literal like wrestlers like 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 Stone Cold Steve Austin. You as you, a persona, some, yeah, like as a persona, you, you just pull out and, 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 and like some dungeon. It's called yeah. JoJo. I mean, yeah, oh, basically. Yeah. Stans and JoJo's are basically wrestlers that are just. God damn it. Well, JoJo's are wrestlers basically too. Like, 
Like Jojo Bizarre? Jo- yeah, Jojo Bizarre. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I get it now. Yeah, because yeah. like, because it's, um, like, I'm just trying to think about it. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that whole exchange between Jojo and Dio isn't a wrestling promo. It literally yes. is. All of them are. <laughs> On that every first season is exchange between them. Yeah. That first season is basically Hulk everyone's, Hogan, Andre the Giant. Everyone's dressed hella gay. And yeah. everything's stylized. Flashy, too. Yes. Oh, man. That, is, that reminds me suddenly of how I had a massive crush on William Regal when I was a kid. It's always the British Lord himself. Ste- who doesn't you? It's like, Lord Steven Regal. How uh, big is that? So, Sonya, real talk. Who, do, who don't you have a crush on in wrestling? Real talk. Oh, the me, I guess. <laughs> not British. No, Jose's fine. <laughs> real talk. The blue blood. Certified so, fine. Lord Steven Regal, beautiful Bobby Eaton, or uh, the Earl Bobby Eaton, and Squire Dave Taylor. That was my favorite tag team. <laughs> growing up i love the blue blood so much and i was like i want to come out in the pompadour and the, yeah i always wanted to the, do that with the thing yeah the, like oh see regal rules will <laughs> regal just so rolls cool. he rolls yeah i love him <laughs> like he is amazing like um but for video games like i don't i was just trying to think about you uh because tl asked me what i was playing and i'm like Playing Dead by Daylight badly. Like, that game is so broken. I hate it right now. Because, like, um, a survivor that I'm playing as will be through a window and, like, a hundred yards away. And the killer will will strike me and I'll die. And I'm, So, if the Dead by Daylight people are listening, fix your game, please. <laughs> there, there's a Sonya certain level of about. jank that, that, that just, like, watching that game being played, that, that yeah. there's that's present that I'm, 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 I'm I like i enjoy the premise but I, I just never really like understood like like i probably wouldn't enjoy this that much because well, of it's the like a 4v1 yeah like right, it's, right. it's a fun game if you play it with friends mm-hmm. but like i keep my killer intentionally low level because if i get any higher than that get to, like you get to the tryhards who just try too hard as the mm-hmm. name stresses mm-hmm. and like and i tried to play um final fantasy 7 but like I have no desire to go back to it. Regular like, seven or remake? Which one? You got, you the, got remake, clarify. Yeah. the remake. The remake. Okay. Yeah. Because I got it for free on PS uh, PS Plus, and so yeah. I always wanted to try it. Uh, but because I've never ever played a Final Fantasy game. It's and totally different never. from any other. Final yeah, it's, it's very yeah. different. Yeah. It's Except for like an action 15, brawler. It's, it's the closest to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's more yeah. of a Kingdom Hearts than a. Yeah, Final so I was trying. Well, like... and I didn't really like Kingdom Hearts when I played it either. But and um... so it's like I think I'm probably gonna put it aside. But I want to get back to Bloodborne. Like that's the game I want to oh, yeah. play again. That's but hard. I don't like yeah. those types of games yeah. though because they make me. Um, I am the type that will freak out if things don't go my way. And mm. things don't often go my way in that game, and so I'll like yeah, be throwing it at the wall. that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's that's kind of why it's, I'm avoiding it, you know. But it's so I love the lore and I love the look of it, and I love running around with that big cutty thing, and like it's just so fun, and I love a werewolves sword? and and like you know those things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing like, a, a horrible pose like, in the chat. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like it's a big cutty thing. It's a big yeah. Cutty thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big razor is what yeah. it is okay. yeah and it was and the clothing is so cool like i just love that game so i think i'm gonna mm. put up with it 
and just play it and do what I did last time I played it, where I called everybody for help for the fight for the bosses and the let summons, people yeah. kill them for me. Yeah, that's all I did because I'm okay. like I'm here for the lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 give me that story, baby. I don't want to. Don't want to fight you. I just want the story to take you. I don't want to fight you, but I'll take your blood echoes. (laughs) Why are you like this? I need to know. For my well, I'm working on a, I'm working on a AR game right now. Like, well, I did just recently got off of it, but I can't talk about it. I'll just say I can't talk about it. But they have a shape in their name, the Mm. video game company. Touching my nose right now. Don't say it aloud, though. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. I know. I'm not gonna say EA. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. So, but yeah, like it's been pretty fun to wait, work wait, on wait that a because... sec. You you've been working with Triangle Enix. Triangle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no! She has. She has been working with Circle Games. Circle oh, Games. Oh, oh, Ubisoft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been pretty fun. Like I've just been doing like the. Um, like the lore for it like mm. some of the lore some of the background non-playable character stuff and it's really cool to see what like it's my goal to write a game but uh, just seeing what other stuff goes into it is really fascinating to me how horny so is i'm it? like not very look <laughs> i know the property if not interested can, look sonia if you can make that horny i swear to god like give her a million dollars right now i'll put like a 10 foot tall woman, vampire woman in it and like i'll be oh, god. <laughs> i can't wait my millions g- my giant wife finally comes to me in two weeks oh i can't wait but uh, i'm so happy to finally have something to cosplay that isn't like a bikini outfit like i for right. any video game developers out there put women in full clothing so i could cosplay as it it's, damn yes. it like it's, I, it's very I'm, hard to go to comic-con wearing like uh dental floss so. i i'm <laughs> very i'm very excited that's the word. That's the correct political correct <laughs> word of uh, seeing all <laughs> great uh lady to mess you uh uh, cosplay that's going to come out there. Well, have the you game. ever cosplayed, Kyo? Have I ever cosplayed? No, I haven't. Uh, but that's I will be doing it. Yeah, 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 think about it. I will <laughs> be doing it. it. No, so Do like I tell the only. About it? <laughs> no, the worst. The, so the most I've ever done is my senior year in high school. I had to dress up for like a debutante ball thing, uh, like with like full like tux and. Were you the walking cane? I was not debutante. I was okay. the escort. Uh, but my dad. So like me, the whole again. This is going back to the wrestling thing. I'm a ham, but it's because like my dad also encourages me to be a, a, a asshole and a ham. Like so, we're doing like we're doing this whole debutante thing, and the dudes. We are literally just there to be dressing. We are we are not supposed to do anything extra. We are just there to walk down. Small dance, that's it. My fucking dad, the day of, he's like, Oh yeah, here's your here's your you know tux, here's your shoes, got your new shoes. Also, I got you a cane. So what you should do is when you come out, you should twirl the cane. So I was like, <laughs> I'm 16 years old. I graduated at 17, so I'm 16 years old. I love my dad. My dad never likes uh will turn me wrong. All right. I go get the cane, spin the cane come out crowd wild and i was like you know what pretty damn good at this 
I include, uh, put in the chat my favorite cosplay. Um, it's me as Lisa Simpson wearing the Florida costume that, that Homer made her. I love her. And, <laughs> and so I wore it to uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, New York Comic-Con, uh, Kelowna Fan Experience, and the Winnipeg Comic-Con. Oh my and God. It, I am hoping this year to go as Homer with the donut head. That's my goal. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, but I'm so sweet and tasty. I am going to do um, me and one of my buddies, uh, uh, Ryan. Shout out to my buddy Ryan, uh, Black Pacific. Um, and we we have talked about it, so we are going to do Bebop in Rock City this year. Oh Ooh. my god! Wait, who are you going to be? Uh, I'm going to be Bebop. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm going to figure out how to do the uh, the Mohawk thing. Um. <laughs> uh, in human form or as their animals? <laughs> what, what's what's what? No, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna do the try whole to do thing. Full like snout. do the do the <laughs> snout. Do everything. I told him I was like, of course I would pick like with my weird body as well. If you, I'd pick the guy who like has his shirt open the whole time. So that's the thing. It'll but be awesome. He's yeah. like he's like he's like dude. Don't worry about it. I was like okay, so I'm gonna do it. What are you saying, Jose? Are you are you about to you gonna be upset with me about? doing this cosplay thing no and i'm here. not going to be upset with you at all it's, yeah this, you bebop there you go <laughs> you do what you got to do man you could be casey anthony how about that casey what? anthony casey jones. i don't know i don't know fucking Florida? ninja turtles are you talking casey about casey jones, jones? Casey are you sure why not anthony murderer <laughs> you can be Fuck. casey anthony wow wow <laughs> Fuck. My buddy Jose is absolutely not Casey Anthony. He is a tremendous <laughs> parent. Um, and I will not allow that to go through. So Man, Casey Jones is turning over in his grave, man. Uh, I don't think he's dead. Casey don't Jones think isn't dead. dead. Which version of Casey Jones? <laughs> no version of Casey Jones is dead. Elias Coteus is okay. Like, oh, my God, uh, yeah. Speaking of, yeah. like, I was watching that movie, The Prophecy, he was in. Man, that movie sucked. I liked it, though. <laughs> Viggo Mortensen played the devil. Like, and I was like, okay, whoever oh, no. cast him deserves, like, some sort of prize or a raise or something. Because that was the best devil I've seen in a long time. And he only had, like, five minutes. Nice. I mean, I was like, Jose, do you want to co cosplay as a Rokusaki? <laughs> like, you can be Shredder. Oh. Shredder. I you mean... can be Shredder. I'd love to fucking be Shredder. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you're not out of this Which buddy? version? Which version of Shredder? Uh, low budget Shredder, so it's just a bunch of graders <laughs> on me. Yeah, you can't be what's called the you can't be, Shredder. You can't be Kevin Ash. I can't carry around actual blades on my head. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I said, you can't be Kevin Ash Shredder. You're a little yeah, bit too, yeah. you're too super, short super for Shredder. that. Shredder. No, can't no, be, I'm, can't I'm be super like short. eight yeah. inches short. Uh, uh, but yeah, so your cosplay, Jose, I feel like you actually will have beaten everybody on this. I, I, I haven't actually cosplayed anything, really. Like, mm. I have plans and ambitions to, like, cosplay stuff. I just not, like, never got around to it. But, like, you know, mm. I'm devoting more time to, like, my personal effects. The bar's, you know, up and running kind of on its own now. So, mm. uh, you know, I have always wanted to do some Mortal Kombat cosplay. Uh, I've mm. always wanted to do, like... Um, I always wanted to do a Nightwing cosplay. Ooh. I thought that would be like fucking dope, um, and and just like really experiment with stuff. And I want to I want to get to that eventually. Right. Uh, well, since you mentioned Mortal Kombat, 
Did you, any of y'all watch the movie this weekend? I did. I have, I not, have, seen I have not seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. But if you guys have opinions, I don't care about being spoiled to me. Okay. Well, uh, how do you spoil it? Like, um, yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah. <laughs> People get beat up. Oh, I mean, People the only die. thing, and spoilers, so if you're listening to this and you want to watch Mortal Kombat and you have it for some reason, go watch There's Mortal no Kombat. Kombat. Uh, yeah. the only I said, the only spoiler I would take when is like when are they like, gonna get to Mortal uh, Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like wouldn't it be like Cole the fact that Cole is uh Scorpion's relative Scorpion's descendant descendant sure. descendant so is he yeah. Lin, wait no Scorpion's not Link Quay what is Scorpion? no he he's Shirai Ryu Shirai Ryu yeah. that's right yeah that's right. so as the and... as the huge Mortal Kombat mark on here I guess yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh Robert you thought you were gone from not understanding things we were gonna talk about. <laughs> No, we're now going to go very deep into very Mortal Kombat lore right here. <laughs> Regale right, so me first, uh, on the greatness of Quan Chi. Uh, well, Quan Chi, you mean the fallen elder god who became who became fallen when he went against the other elder gods who wanted uh, to kind Shinnok. of split the world. That's, that's Shinnok. What the oh, fuck? Are you well, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you wrong poser. <laughs> Quan Chi is Shinnok's Shang Tsung. God. Yeah, well, well, I like the movie because of, um, for one thing, everybody who was supposed to be Asian was played by an Asian character, yes. so <laughs> it wins. That is the um, main thing. <laughs> secondly, uh, I really, really love Scorpion's backstory. I wish they had gone into a little bit more detail about how Sub Zero got became like some sort of race in the five hundred years since. The start of the movie yeah. and the tournament so i was kind of like so he just became a wraith or something like what the hell like i yeah, don't know I don't what under, the hell happened i don't understand I... uh sub-zero's powers and how mm-hmm. they got to where they were but and how he's immortal now uh but you but, know we could naturally assume he sold his soul to shang Tsung. so i'm I like okay so. but, yeah I, I, I but he still don't... had the powers so. yeah I, I I haven't seen the film, but like to my understanding, the um, main bits is um, there's both uh, too much and too little lore here in this film. Like this, I've been it's, hearing it's people just hating imbalance. on it. Yeah, people really hating on it, and I don't understand it because what did you come here for, right? Yeah, uh, I came like, here for people punching holes and people. That's my yeah. thing. Yeah. And 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 uh, I guess people are hating on the fact that there's not a lot of scorpion in the movie right mm-hmm. but you get the opening scene where scorpion's killing a lot of people uh, really coolly yes yeah and then you get the final battle which is a scorpion sub-zero and a little bit of coal fight you know like and so speaking of that how did um how did scorpion learn english uh in hell anyone want to guess <laughs> he didn't he spoke, he spoke japanese the whole time he spoke uh, "Get over here" like once, so he learned I mean, that. Look, He's a got a universal Japanese. translator on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Japanese that are like one word thing. Look, you want him to say the words or not? You want him to say the line? You want him to say the line or not? Did they, okay, the so question. he's got "Get over here" in English tattooed on him. Um, was there a was there a finish him? No. Yes. Uh, yes. yes, there was. There was finish him. Oh, okay. There was, was a there toast degree. There was flawless victory. Was there toasty? No, I, someone in the crowd yelled toasty. God damn it! After the fucking fatality happened, I, I wanted some fucking cheesy line where, where, where like one of the characters is just like toasty. Yeah, that's. I was hoping he would say that, but Cole is not that charismatic to say shit yeah. like that. Like f- fucking Kano with his laser eye, like oh, toasty or something, or I don't know. That would have been great. That would have been appropriate. That would have been appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Kano carried that whole fucking movie. 
Um, I did really like Scorpion though. I think Scorpion and Kano really did it. Like I know, like I know people were complaining that Scorpion's not in it enough, but the stuff that he was in, I was like, just make the cool. movie about him and Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. That's what the movie. Well, I mean, about. so that's the thing that I don't get is like, why would you make this movie about? A character that's not real that no one cares cares about. Because no more regardless uh, from a storytelling perspective, you Uh need somebody can grow with, and so you need to be the audience surrogate. And Liu Kang can't be the audience surrogate because he knows too much about the uh, he knows too much about the tournament. He knows too much about the powers. He knows too much about what they're facing. So he can't be the hero. Right, which what? is why in ninety-five, and because people would have people would have bitched that like Luke King was the hero again, they'd be like, "It's the same as ninety-five. Yeah, that's yeah. why you have that's to bother me there. about the movie. Yeah, to be there, yeah, like, like what the hell is all this movie, shit? You had everyone explaining it to Sonya and Johnny yeah. Cage that mm-hmm. like this is how well, all this the, works. And I was also reading that um, Cole was an added thing because the producers. We're like, no one's gonna get this movie if we don't have an audience surrogate. And I'm like, just yeah. focus on Scorpion. Just do Johnny Cage. You want an audience surrogate? Get Johnny Cage. That there has been there... A, officially there's a push to have uh Mike Mazanin, the the lead actor from the great movie uh The Marine. The uh, Marine, Marine Fantastic. Yes. Uh there's a push for Mike Mazanin to be Johnny Cage. Uh I'm absolutely one million percent behind that. I'm fine um, with I, it. I just I like, think the Miz I think the Miz is a fine enough actor to be Johnny Cage. And like he literally like for a while his gear was just Johnny Cage. Like that was just his character was just Johnny Cage. You know who should be my uh, who should be under Johnny Cage? Dakray Mar- Montgomery. That's who should be Johnny Cage. Give me an actor, please. He played the Red Ranger. Again. Yeah. The yeah. Miz. The Miz is an actor. I don't want the Miz playing Johnny Cage though, because there's a difference the between either. Being cocky and being a good actor who's playing cocky. Yeah, I think the man is a tremendous actor. But I, um, was it? Uh, but I think like I wish they had more Sonya. I wish they had more. um, A little biased, but I did like Jax. I like Jax. (laughs) Jax is cool. I I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it. I didn't hear. I'm sorry. Uh, I wish they kept the original song. That was all the only I was really one. hoping for just just in the final battle the original song to just play, but the Wait, orchestral so, version I'll settle for. Yeah, that did, was pretty. Cool. Did I get? Yeah. Did I get at least like when some zero came in? Did I get? Doom, 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 doom. Oh, Chinese Ninja Warrior, <laughs> with your heart so cold. So zero. Like that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Like, One I wanted I the wanted Immortals. The, I, the wanted immortals a, I wanted a Christopher Lambert cameo. That's what I wanted. <laughs> like, like I wanted movie. a cameo from the original three. Or, from, like, not from Lambert, but from the other three who played uh, uh, Luke Cage. Robert Shue yeah. and... Uh, Lennon Ashby uh, and Bridget yeah. Wilson Sampras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. She did marry Pete Sampras, did she? Yes. Yeah, absolutely a true thing. I yeah. also bought Mortal Kombat 11 just so I could buy her skin in that, just buy those uh, de- that DLC. The DLC, yeah, that was the only reason. <laughs> to be fair, they don't shy away from that movie. Like, they really do love that movie, man. Like, yeah, they, uh, Shang Tsung. So... That, yeah, that, that's just t- Terry uh, 
Oh God, I'm gonna butcher his name. It's that that actor from the original film, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as Shang Tsung, and he's fucking perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I was sad he didn't have a cameo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I have talked joke about that movie only because like I think that movie is fine. I enjoy that movie, but it's not like the holy grail of it's not good right. Stretch, right? yeah, yeah it's, it's, not good, it's, it's, yeah. it's as good as the street fighter movie but i fucking love that street fighter movie too it's just as good as the original street fighter movie yes it's, it is it's it's got a it, it's got a better and cleaner um simpler scripts um but in terms of like <laughs> film enjoyment i'm sure it's the same I, yeah. look one of you sounded movies. like the sushi chef in the simpsons like <laughs> uh poison poison <laughs> tasty fish <laughs> Look, I will say this. In that Street Fighter movie, you have Rob Julia, who talks about riding his seat on the saddle of the world, which is... Mwah. Acting to the <laughs> ceiling. It's so good. Because then, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to die really soon anyway. And, and the then, ceiling is six feet tall. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I'm going to go up Reaver, and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard... But the, next the next person wanna be, wanna be is going to feel it. It's going to feel it. That movie fucking rules. It, like, it sucks. American character, sucks. William Guile. <laughs> One part that bugged me about that movie, though, was um, when Guile totally called out his friend who was a prisoner of war in, uh, in the beginning of the movie. I'm like, wait a fucking get Charlie killed, you bastard. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Because he oh, calls man. him out by Charlie, name. Charlie, we're coming for you. Charlie, coming for you. Uh, like the Charlie, 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 oh yeah, that was dumb. Also, so the Indian doctor is technically supposed to be Dalsim. Yes, which is like, okay, I guess. Well, you don't have um, any other Indian characters in the movie. Who else are you going to yeah. do? <laughs> right. Um, what are you going to do? Uh, I do love, so what I love also that movie, they created a, a fake character who is in Street Fighter the movie, the game. Uh, it was just like one of the random soldiers. Yeah, no, it was, is... uh, it was Captain Sonata. Yeah, Captain Sonata. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like one of the UN, not UN people. Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. then. Uh, and they put him in the Street Fighter, the movie, movie the, game. the game. Yes. And then also, uh, fun fact Ernie Reyes Sr. So Ernie Reyes Jr., we all grew up with them. Yeah. Quan uh, Su. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his dad is a stunt choreographer and is canonically Akuma in the series because he's Akuma. <laughs> In the Street Fighter the movie. He plays the in the movie The Game. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my um, God. I love that movie. Thing, that movie sucks. I, I love it so much. One reason I love that a Street Fighter uh, is because uh, Wes Studi is in it, who is playing some sort of Thai, Vietnamese, Laotian uh, gangster. And I remember loving him when I was a kid because I'm like, he's native, even though he's playing a, a Thai, he's Laotian, Sagat. He's Sagat. Vietnamese person. Yeah. Yeah, he's the <laughs> guy. Native oh. people doing cool things I love. I was I so happy for him. I love that. What is this? It's bison bucks. It'll be worth This is not three. worth the money the paper it's printed on. <laughs> It'll be worth three. You invented oh. cryptocurrency, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's literally an NFT. That that that's like, uh, that was the best line Raul Julia gave. This uh, but uh, one bison dollar will be worth five British pounds. At least that's what the Bank of uh, England will set it at when I ki- kidnap their queen. <laughs> I was yeah, like, whoa! It. That movie is so much fun. I don't care what no one That movie, everyone's having fun in that movie. It's, it's so absurd. But like, the, it's the... a good time. But the real thing is, like, the only reason ninety-five Mortal Kombat works and Street Fighter works is because of the villains. That's the yeah. only reason they work. Yeah, they're memorable. Yeah. yeah, and and it was simple. I would, I would believe. I haven't seen Street Fighter the movie, um, but I'm sure it sure. had like a very. It's a very simple plot. plot. 
Yeah. Which yeah, you should watch. Um, you should absolutely watch it. I yeah, will also funny. say, I really like Mortal Kombat Annihilation because it's so dumb. <laughs> it's, no. It's I so dumb. I agree with uh, you. Top, favorite, favorite I lines met an movie? actor who was in that movie. You met, um, not, you met uh, Nightcrawl. Let, Night, Night, uh, Night, I met Nightwolf, Nightwolf, the guy who Nightwolf. played him. Uh, Lightfoot yeah. is his name. Which, I met him at an event where I was interviewing for uh, I was interviewing him at an event. And after the camera went off, I was like, dude, I loved you in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And all he, he could say the, was, he you the, saw that? He has one of the best lines. He comes out, he's he's a wolf. He transforms out of the wolf. He looks at Luke Hague. You like that? That's my animality. And I was like, baby, we done. <laughs> we in. I'm here. I love it. Perfect. I love every second of it. So good. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys, but I got to roll out of here. Oh, on that note, yes. Yeah, I can't believe that's the note I have to go out on. But, uh, yeah, I, I got to roll out. This is a lot of fun. All right, yeah. Anything you'd like to promote before... Yeah, yeah. Head, yeah. Um, uh, Rec Room, my bar in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. It's a barcade. It's uh, Nostalgia, the bar. Uh, and <laughs> find me on Twitter at Lucha Verde. Uh, I have a couple of wrestling matches coming up. I'm wrestling at River City Wrestling Con uh, June 13th. Uh, and I've already got my match set up for that. And that's going to be a lot of fun here in Jacksonville, Florida. So uh, that's all, right. all I could do. Hey, thank you so much, Jose. Uh, and uh, I'll catch you later. All right. See ya. All right. Oh, I'm seeing who's at that con. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that movie fucking rolls. I love that movie a lot. So, uh, let's see. All right. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, I guess we can talk about what I've been playing, uh, which is not a lot. Uh, been playing MLB the Show. Uh, been playing some uh, base base bulls. Uh, mm-hmm. and then like I I decided to like. To go through uh, my Xbox uh, subscription stuff, so Hardcore Uprising, uh, which is free on Xbox, which is basically a Contra-like. We've been playing that. It's really cool. It's done by um, Art System Works, so it, like, looks really good. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, So, that's that. And then, I don't, like, that's really it. That's yeah, really all I've been playing. It's been a pretty dry period for me. I, I've been busy with a multitude of things in my, in my personal life. So it's it's really just been trying to play through a season of Madden. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in season two, and I drafted Kyle Trask as, as my quarterback. He was the only quarterback available. Um, <laughs> and that's been doing a bang your numbers. Um, I, I, I love having the most interceptions in a season again, because I don't know how to pass in the fucking... NFL. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's been enjoyable. I well, I just finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which I really, really liked because I okay. love the um, I love the Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham Asylum gameplay for the fights. Um, I really want like I really want to plug in my Xbox 360 and go back to playing Arkham Asylum again, just because it's it's just okay. so fun, and I love when you can set up the combo so well that like you can go on an eternal combo, just hitting people and knocking them out. Like, I, oh, I just mm. I wish I could erase my mind and go back and play that game again. I just love that game. Yeah, is there like a any other games of yours that that you, you just love? It's like I I just want to experience this all over again. Just give it. Like, you know how like some games you just have to wait like a 
a decade or five years. It's like I want to I want to play that again. Like I want to give that another another try Mother and re-experience it. Oh. Bioshock is course. I I always so a mutual friend of uh, uh, of Sonya mine uh, Kim Kim Miller, uh just started playing Mother Three and I was like I'm already about to reach out to you about doing more life in the pool house stuff and like we could have a whole conversation about Mother Three which is like <laughs> that game it makes me cry it's a beautiful game it's so good uh, love Earthbound but I love 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 Mother Three. I love Bioshock, and will pl- I wish I could play it again because I did not know the spoiler going in, mm-hmm. and when it like I, I remember when I, I remember the distinct feeling of playing that game, and like as you get to the the plot point, that's the huge spoiler. You get to it, and you can already sense that something's wrong. Yeah. But you think the but the game is gaslighting you, so you're like, okay, everything's okay, like everything's fine, and you keep going, and then you see something on the wall, and you're like, oh, holy shit! And then you find out that everything in the game has been a lie up until that point, and I was like, what the fuck? I remember I was <laughs> screaming at my TV uh, in the middle of the night, and my mom was banging on the on the wall saying, keep it down. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> but I would love to play that game again knowing what i know not knowing what i know now about it because it was just like the most i actually bought a 360 just to play that game oh, and wow. i yeah I, like i was a nintendo person forever and wasn't mm-hmm. planning to go to a different console and then i got that game i got that i got that uh that xbox just for that and i got a ps4 just for the batman game too uh arkham city i think it was yeah it's mm. so like oh no arkham um arkham the, knights was, probably yeah, um, yeah, uh, the last Arkham game was the, yeah, the first time. Yeah, Arkham I got Knight was was like the last big one uh, of those. Mm-hmm. There, there might be a collection where it just takes all like the oh gosh, like City Asylum Knights or Origins and what what whatnots and packages up for, for for like a modern console. I actually really liked Origins. Right. I know some people hated on it because like the actors I, from Arkham didn't come back for Origins, but, but was... I really liked it. That was the swerve. Like, like it was an earlier Batman and undisclosed character. Like, it was supposed to be a swerve. <laughs> it's like if you look at the IMDb and it's like, oh yeah, Mark Hamill's in it, so like, there's got to be a Joker, right? You cast someone else, so, so you can have that twist. Oh, it was like one of my favorite. Like, I got to play it at San Diego Comic Con in 2012, mm-hmm. and actually got into a, almost got into a fight with some guy because like you got 20 minutes to play it. So I was taking my full 20 minutes to play it because like I was just exploring things and looking around, and this guy was like like tapping his foot behind me and i was just and, fi- and he was sighing all all annoyed the whole time he's like ah, like just waiting for me to finish and once i was finishing i'm like i'm sorry am i getting in the way of you standing in another line and i was so annoyed <laughs> with this guy because like, there's a line of dudes hmm. all behind me and i'm like just let me enjoy my time on this game like he should be thankful for for like like you're, you're going like you're going through the, the the stuff that like he's probably doesn't want to do. It's like all right, I'm checking out this area. I'm gonna go in the opposite direction and do something else so I can get more yeah, of that experience like- <laughs> and take that in. But no, it's- I want to be a dick. I want to be the Batman. I want to be the Batman for twenty minutes. See, this oh, is the thing. So yeah, this is the thing where like I'm so looking forward to cons coming back. Uh, yeah. Uh, mainly, like I said, mainly so I can go and be like, oh, my friends are going to go do this, like, speaking thing panels. and do this panel. Oh, I can't wait to go oh, yeah. sit and watch my friends do panels because, like, that's what interests me now. I If they never bring back show floors, 
I would not be like I wouldn't oh, yeah. be upset. Like I talked about it like last episode where we talked about like you yeah. know our past experience. I just really, really hate show floors. They're so loud. Show floors are the worst. You can't really see anything. You can't really enjoy anything. Like I don't even like show floors. Like so, I've done it from the game side, which the game side it might as well just be a cacophony of sound. Like I don't understand it whatsoever. It's just like all this stuff going on. And then like when we would go and do like when I went to the comic book ones too, it's just like you can't really enjoy seeing stuff there. And then like, mm-hmm. like even like going to Artist Alley, it's kind of just like so much. So I, I like doing I like my periphery stuff. Like I like going to panels and and hanging out with friends at panels because panels are controlled environments, a little bit cool cooler off. There's it's always spread out, so it's not as mm-hmm. like you're not as on top of people. And then like. We're all coming to watch like one thing. Like I, I told Sonia, like the one thing I want to do is like a live from the pool house panel. That'd be so That cool. would be so fun. Yeah. It'd be so fun to do. Well, I'm wondering how they're gonna do autographs from now on or pictures with people because like um uh right before COVID in October twenty nineteen, I went to New York Comic Con as a panelist and I the only money I really spent when I was there was on getting a picture with Tom Hiddleston. Mm. And that was like money well spent. Like I spent way too much money on that guy. It was like he was charging like um uh gigolo prices to meet him it was horrifying and so i got an autograph i got a picture with him and it was amazing and yeah, now i'm so wondering like how, how are they gonna do how are they gonna how are they gonna do those pictures now because like you can't hug them and how are the pictures gonna look i guess we'll see like i'll 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 ask uh jose when he does that con like because there, there's pictures at this con it looks like and so i'm like i really want to know what's gonna happen how things are gonna change Force perspective like, like yeah. what they did with frodo <laughs> in, 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 in uh, lord of the rings they can have it where, where, where it makes you kind of like look small or or, or them that them look small and, bigger, and still be yeah. like some distance there you can still talk you can still converse but it, it can look like you're standing right next to each other yeah, right? I think. Yeah. yeah, the only one I've ever paid for is I paid Jerry Lawler money for a photo, like with me and my friends or whatever. Uh, but that's the same convention. I got to a fight with Billy D. Williams. Uh, oh my god! I'm going to use this again. I'm going to use this to say, "Fuck you, Billy D. Williams." <laughs> we gotta shit. get him on the on the chat to so we no, can. No, we like, never do. I beef. never want. I never want that malt liquor selling asshole to ever, <laughs> to ever interact with me on a podcast uh, video. He can take we'll that cold 45 money and throw it in the lake for all I care. <laughs> Fuck Billy D. Williams. I hate his name is really William Williams. I'm supposed to respect the man whose name is William Williams? Hell no. Wow. <laughs> William Williams. Well, who do you unintentional? uh, Who do you hate, Robert? Let's see. (laughs) Who do I hate? Um, Yeah. Hold on here. Uh, I I, I, I have a list somewhere. The 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 Chicago Bears organization. (laughs) You're funny. You're funny. Am I incorrect? (laughs) Well, if you want to make it football related, um, uh, definitely um, the current Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Um, oh, fuck yeah. that piece of shit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, old, old Urban Meyer himself. Old letting the wife beater happen. Oh my gosh. That's just one aspect. Ugh, hate that motherfucker. 
God. Uh, but he's in a perfect position to be a great NFL coach because he's got he's going to have Trevor Lawrence, a bunch of cap space, so he, he can bring in a bunch of great talent. Um, you know, it, it, it's just it irks me that he's going to have some success. I, I I hope he crashes and burns in the fun, league. Fun oh. fact: uh, even though Robert is not a fan of. The Ohio State University, which is what you have to say, because uh-huh. these people are fucking assholes. He is a graduate of the Ohio State oh, University. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I've, I've never been to a game. I've never been to a pep rally. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I still have not jumped in Mirror Lake when we're allowed to do that um, before a Michigan <laughs> game. Um, my, my, my wife did, because <laughs> she was also an OSU graduate. Um, but I, I, I despise the school. I despise. I'm going to go to his wedding with an OSU. <laughs> Suit like <laughs> it is wedding. You, you said that as a threat because I don't have anything prepared for for groom's stuff. Nothing yet. prepared. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to come in there with a fucking Buckeye suit. So it's going to be this wedding photo, you and your wonderful wife and all your friends, and we're going to be there. And then what you're going to see in the corner? Why wow, is that TL in a fucking <laughs> in a Scarlet and Scarlet and gray suit with Buckeyes on the fucking sleeves? Oh, wow! Like, no, yeah. the Buckeyes would be your um. What do they call them? Your clufflanks? <laughs> no, the thing is, in in Ohio State tradition, uh, the 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 better the play you are, the more Buckeye is it, like insignia you put on your helmet. Yeah. So I'm gonna put it all down the sleeve of my suit. So you look place. like you're sponsored by the Buckeyes. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> Jesus. Oh mercy! Alec, now you're enticing me to not to not have anything planned, so, so you can go ahead and come to my wedding and embarrass the hell out of yourself. <laughs> Here's the thing: you you have you have been podcasting or working with me on the internet for almost like eight or nine years now. Okay, honey. Uh, oh wait. Oh, what did your? <laughs> she wait, said, "Like, is, please look nice for photos." Uh, <laughs> well, no, I'm going to look good. My goal is to look good. You have uh-huh. like a like a one of those tearaway suits. What if I had oh a God, cape? one of those Yakuza suits? What if I had a cape in my cape? As I open up my cape, it has the OSU symbol on the back of my cape. It's just a big That's old block O in your in, on your cape, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then like, every video, like <laughs> every video, my brother's wedding is going to scream out OH. <laughs> oh, yeah, yelling at the ceremony. God, I, I, I still have not participated in what, one, one of those moments. I like. I know a lot of um, graduates who do that, and and it feels like a cult. Um, it <laughs> when is when cult. somebody That's does that cool. out of context, and um, yeah. let me tell you, it is. Yeah, it is a cult. That's the thing. That's well, that's thing. um. I don't know if you guys know that about the uh, Winnipeg Jets games, but when they're in Winnipeg, when before COVID, um, during the anth- the Canadian anthem, people would yell "True North" as loud as they could during the anthem, uh, because like "True North" was the reason the Jets came back. But I'm like every like these idiots would yell that at a funeral if they played the if they played the anthem at a Jesus. funeral. I cannot st- like they even do it at it's- wrestling events. <laughs> It's like Jesus. horrifying because they put, and I'm just like, stop yelling. They just inserted a conversation like Roll Tide in, in Alabama. <laughs> it is just the worst. Like, I like, it's why I can't really stand sports that much. So yeah. it's just like, I cannot stand the culty nature of it. That said, go, uh, go Islanders. <laughs> go Islanders. Well, no, I think it's like, so my thing is like, I like 
uh, I like dealing with those things and like kind of just like being able to to live in the moment and all this other jazz, right? So like I get that, but like I don't know, I never felt it like as a real like important thing. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. it's 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 fun <laughs> to participate in and be part of that that um, live experience. That, that, that's for sure. And be caught up in, in in the discussions and then like it, going beyond. You know, like how you y'all are talking about like wrestling and, and like there, there's there's marking out and then then seeing behind the curtain and, and trying to theory craft on top of knowing the actual mm-hmm. events because there, there's so much testimonial years later or even days later and such. Oh yeah, people still that's talk about things like that's happened. Yeah, that's what, that's one of the things I miss about like concerts. Like I mm-hmm. miss concerts so badly just for the excuse me, it's just for the collective experience because uh, I'm a huge fan of you too. And they recently had um, live streams of like the various concerts throughout their eras, and I'm like, this is not the same as being there. Like, I yeah. love this, and it's great, but I want to be watching you in concert. I want to be crushed by 700 different people from all over the world. <laughs> so it's like, and it, like, I'm hoping to get vaccinated soon just so I can go back to that. That's you and your and, and, uh, and, and 50,000 of your closest bonnets. Yep. Yeah, right. exactly. That's what I want to do. And, and edgeites. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bono. What is it? I don't know what we call Bono Bonnets. Bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I have to get going as well. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead. We can oh, cut so, this. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad you've been here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, sure. Thank you for so, would you like to promote your other stuff? Maybe a um, show? Yes, please. With... Uh, join us for Live at the Pool House that I do with TL, a podcast, <laughs> a podcast that I do with TL about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and us looking at it through um, a racial lens. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of shows tend to, like a lot of shows with the same format tend to just like look at the historical impact of the show, like episode by episode, but we look at it at how we were living at the time. Like, and so it's been really eye opening and a lot, we got a lot of really good responses from people who really like hearing our personal stories about what we've been through. And so I really, really am proud of that. So check it out. Check us out on Patreon. I need to pay off my credit card. Yeah. (laughs) It's a show that's meant to go off the rails and and talk about personal experience. That's, that's, that's the intention instead of um, an offset of, of just podcasting. Yeah. It's, yeah. a, it's a really cool conversation. And one of the things I am very proud of, and especially uh, so the episode that will go up as this episode of PNB goes up, uh, is one that I've, I've edited like three times. I just, I end up keeping messing it up. Uh, and it's just like, it's on me. But um, uh, one we have with Olivia, who is, you know, mm-hmm. a dance, who's a dancer. We had a very honest conversation. And the next one is one that we had um, with a, uh, a black cosplayer. Uh, which was really, really great. Um, and it's like one of the things, like, obviously, I I, I, I think Sonia, uh, my buddy Alfred, like some of the guests that we got have been really, really great. Um, a lot of women of color, which is something that I'm very, very proud of. Uh, just like having things in. And like I said, being able to know Sonia more, being able to know Carrie more. It's like, so it's been really cool. Love that show. Uh, love that. Make sure you're following Sonia on Twitter, at Honey underscore Child. Honey uh, underscore child and Sonia Valentine for the less horny, more business side of it. Um, hey, Sonia was on a magazine. <laughs> yeah, was I was on a, on a magazine. I, I, don't, I saw that while we were recording. It's like, <laughs> holy 
holy shit, okay. You, you, you got like a pretty good Simpsons reference in there too. <laughs> yeah, that was my goal. God damn it. Good for you. Uh, but yeah, it's been like fun. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, I'm not sure if it's up yet, but check out TVO Kids on YouTube. Uh, my episode of Wolf Joe should be coming out soon. It's called As the Crow Flies. Uh, I'm really excited about it because it was the first time I was able to write for a native girl that wasn't my own creation. So I'm really, really proud of that episode um wish uh, and combine all your collective energy to wish me well on this application i'm submitting to cbs writers uh mentoring program god willing i'll be working on star trek next year woot, woot. So. make star trek uh picard better please yes that's what i want to do please. give it to me i'll bring uh i'll bring jonathan del arco back that's my goal jonathan del arco 2022 <laughs> so. uh Obviously, uh, you can follow all the stuff that I do at Travis L. Foster. You can follow me on Twitch at Turbo Bison. I uh, will be doing something very stupid uh, very soon with Twitch, but I am going to be giving that a little bit more of a go. Like Sonya says, we do a Fresh Prince podcast live from the pool house. Uh, I have another project coming uh, with with, uh, with a friend of ours, Anthony Abbott. Uh, so it's been really cool kind of doing all this stuff. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, you can follow the show at PNB Cash. You can follow all of our podcast mates, Kayla at Kayla Neal Writes, buy your books. Uh, Dylan at Tier Knee, uh, Brendan at Brendan underscore LH, and Robert at 23 Breach. Again, you follow me at Travis L. Foster. Um, you can go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash PNB. And yeah, um, this is a show we love to do. We love to hang with our friends. Um, so as a wise man once says, Roll Tide, I hope you fuck good. Side of Boom, we're out.